What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode four of the In The Zone podcast. I'm your co-host, Jagger, and as always, I'm joined by Teddy today. Big episode today. We've got a lot to talk about. The charity tournament results, some big surprises there. Week one coming up this Sunday. We're going to preview some matchups. It's going to be a good one. All right, cue the intro. This past weekend was a cherry tournament. Great day seeing everybody at the field again. There were like 11 teams. I think one team backed out. But um, Dewar's team came up on top. They were, they were unreal. My first time ever playing Artem, one of the best pitchers I've ever seen in the league. And then look at that. Now they're on five locos, which is, it makes our division look a little less hard, harder than it is. But um, let's go over some results of the day, Teddy. Any surprises to you? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest surprise has to be 5-7-0 Wiffle. I mean, we, we talked about it. We, we weren't super high on them before the year. I put them last in my power rankings, but they looked really good. I mean, Julian was a beast. He pitched, I think, every single game for them. He pitched really well. He had a bunch of homers. Alex Slyker. Yeah, he had like five home runs. He had a bunch crazy. of homers. J.R. Kadat with a home run. <laughs> J.R. Kadat. Who missed first base. Missed first base. It was a learning moment. Yeah. Uh, definitely though, they, being scared hitless that surprised me off the off the start. But Julian, he pitched like every game. His arm must have been dying, and they match up with uh, Kings of the North week one. So I'm excited to see how that goes. I believe they played Kings of the North uh, later on in the tournament. I think Kings won six two, six three. Yeah, which is a pretty close game, you know. Yeah. For Julian pitching all those games. Another big surprise for me is that False Locos. I think they went zero yeah, two on the day. Crazy. Uh, they started off with seventeen seventy six. That's a really tough matchup. Mm. Uh, then they played Jenkins Owls and they got eliminated. Surprisingly. That was crazy. That was so electric. That kid, he had like no hits all game, got a walk off home run and started flipping everybody <laughs> off. Oh my God. And then Brent and Mike weren't there. But, you know, that's a surprise to anybody. Like, it was a close game with 1776, and then you lose to Jenkins Owls. Jenkins Owls, that's another team we should touch on. Uh, it was their first time being in. BWBL for anything. I and saw a lot of potential on that team. Yeah, there was definitely some potential. That uh, their one pitcher looked pretty yeah, good. Yeah, they didn't really swing much, you know. AJ Gabrowski, looking at you, man. But I don't know. They they beat False Locos and then they lose to Scared Hills by a lot. I don't know. I think they could be a team that could upset some teams this season. Another team on our list to talk about, Scared Hitless. Uh, started off the day rough, you know, losing to five seven zero. I think that was a pretty big upset. Uh, in everyone's mind, but then they really bounced back. You know, they beat Jenkins Owls. Nick Pugh looked really good. Nick Pugh looked really good. Really good. Uh, their bats looked solid. They beat us in a six-inning thriller. You know, some big moments. It was a great game. Jacob, Jacob Hunter pitched really well, but at the end of the day, you know, he threw a lot of pitches. We didn't have any other pitchers other than you. Oh yeah, I mean, I was one and zero starting the day, right? Big win over Barks's team. Yeah. Only five runs. I'll also tell you, in last week's episode, we did some predictions about, you know, what teams would win. And technically, I was the closest because Kings of the North, they lost to 70-76 the game before, but they were going to play them again. So I'd say that. You said Scaretel was going to win it all. I think Kings looked good. Even without Docile, man, Alex Pacillo, he was doing great on the mound. Pacillo was great. Moser was dealing. Oh, yeah, Moser was great. He's a great guy, by the way. I've never really spoken to him before, but what a great guy. Shout out, Moser. Big fan of the pod. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we met Ryan Hart. 
for the first time. I didn't see him at the end. I don't know if he left early, but yeah, I mean, I didn't get to watch him that much because every time they were playing, we were playing. All right, and to cap off our segment about the charity tournament, we wanted to give out some awards uh, to recognize some guys that really showed up mm-hmm. and played well. So we're going to start off with most surprising, and we're going to give that to Julian. Yeah, and this is no surprise. <laughs> See you there. A little, little irony there. Uh, yeah, Julian, he showed up. He played really, really well. He pitched amazing. He hit amazing. Uh, you know, he had a lot of energy. He At their first game of the day, 9 o'clock, they beat Scared Hitless. That was a huge upset. I mean, he was a huge reason why. Uh, he was a bulldog. He pitched every inning for them. Yeah, he pitched so much that day. <laughs> uh, his, his screwball was working. He was hitting bombs. So pitch. Nice job, Julian. Next up, we have Silver Slugger, which Julian also falls in, under the category. But I think it's Alex Slyker. Of the 5-7-0, both of those guys really, you know, having a day. But Slyker, man, he played in Core 4, pretty good in Core 4. I was very surprised by how he did in the BWBL with actually hard pitches. But, man, he was he hit this one over the field two fence, man. over like Almost hit the house. Yeah, it, it was a bomb. And he did it like every game against Bats in the Hood. I got turned around, hear a pop, look up in the sky, it's going out, and I'll see Alex Fleiker running the bases. So good job to Alex. That's, that's another no surprise one. Yeah, he's got a he's got a nice lefty swing. Uh, his power was really noticeable. I mean, to to all sides of the field too. He had a bunch of pulled homers, but also hit some opposite field ones. I think mm-hmm. he hit one over the monster on the main field. So Slyker was firing on all cylinders. If he can be a big hitter for five seven zero that would be huge for them. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, here we got the MVP, which I think has to go to player on Dewar's team and you know, the name of the team, Joey Dewar. I mean, this guy, you know, we don't get along that well, but he played great. You know, he was their backbone of the team, hit well, pitched very well against Kings of the North, and that's another really no surprise. I think it has to go to him. Yeah, I think he came into the tournament with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. You know, he wasn't ranked super high in a lot of the preseason rankings and preseason talk, but he came in. Yeah, he didn't like that. He mentioned that a lot about how he was in the 30s. He definitely had a chip on his shoulder, and five Logans are really getting a good player out of him. That seems to really wrap it up. There were no other big surprises or upsets, but um, as we move on here, we're going to call our mystery guest for the day, a.k.a. the rating MVP, Brickalady. What's up, Brett? What's up? You are live on air for the In The Zone podcast. How you What's doing? Up? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing good here. Um, First off, we just want to ask about your weekend. Have you had a big outing at MAW? Oh, yeah. Ma was a, it's a lot of fun out there. Uh, a lot of good competition. It was just played five games, went three and two, made it to the semifinals, played some really good teams. Ended up losing to uh, Whiffing, falling short to them in extra innings. It was pretty fun, though. Um, had a couple of home runs that were yeah. big home runs. Yeah, those one are. Off, uh, one off Connor Young on Earl. That was a pretty good game. Um, and then one off of uh, Bryce Clark from the Stompers uh, walk-off home run. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm a little out of breath. I was just golfing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, those those home runs were pretty electric. Yeah, I saw the one you smashed that at the walk off. Oh yeah, that was that was a, that was one of the best feeling home runs I think I've had in a long time for sure. Those moonshots, I love those things when you hit them solid. Tom Hannon was on your team, right? Yeah, yeah, he did pretty well over the weekend. I mean, it was just we had a five man squad, a couple people from uh, one from Long Island, one from Maryland, or two from Long Island, I think, one from Maryland, and then me and Tom. So sounds like a good fun. squad. All right, so I don't know if you're a listener, but with every guest, we play Guess the BWBL Player. Yep. Oh, yeah. Of course, I'm a listener. I love, the podcast is very, uh, very fun to listen to. I like what you guys are doing. So That's great. Um, uh, and nobody's gotten it yet, so once again, you could be the first. Yeah, 0-3. Possibly, yep. I have, I have a chance, so we'll see. Are you good with stats and you know everybody in the league? Um, I, I wouldn't say I'm very good with stats. I, uh... I, uh, I looked at them a couple times over the year, but I, uh, I like to think about wins and losses more than stats, so we'll see. Okay. All right, we're going to read you um, this guy's batting stats first. So he batted a 414 average in 18 games played. He had 29 hits, 31 RBIs, and was K'd up 29 times. Oh, wow. Okay. 39 walks. Oof, oof, that's a lot of walks. 414 average, you said? Yep. Mm-hmm. Ooh, sounds like a pretty good hitter. Um, Four home runs. Let me think, how many home runs? Four. He had four, four doubles, which is really, that's a weird stat. Four doubles. Hmm, sounds like, uh, to me it sounds like someone on the five locos for some reason. I don't know why. Getting that kind of feeling, um... That's my first guess. I guess I could guess, uh, hmm, maybe Max Albee? No, he, I think feel like he had more home runs. Yeah, I'll go with Max Albee, though. Are you locking that in? Yeah, I'll lock that in for the first guess. You're correct. No really? way. Really? That's, you didn't even need to pitch in stats. That's unreal. <laughs> really? That's crazy. <laughs> that is insane, actually. Well, I, I, I wanted to say, because I was looking at the stats – uh, yesterday, and I was going to say, I, I, I only looked at my division stats last year. I don't think I remember anyone with 414 average. I was like, it has to be someone in the other division. It sounds like a good hitter in the five block, but a lot of good hitters. So wow. I just throw it out there. But That's yeah, he, it, was, it was him and uh, the Holly kid. I really like him too. So it's one of those two I was going to guess, but that's pretty cool. Wow, that's actually well wow. done on the first guess. <laughs> Dang, that's. When that's you said awesome. his name, we looked at each other like, how did he know that? <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. All right, Brett. Um, before you go here, can you give a little – we don't really like talking about ourselves here. So can you give a little prediction on our matchup week one with Scared Hitless on how you think it's going to go down? Ooh, that would be a very good matchup. What time do you guys play? 4.30. 4.30? Okay, yeah, I might stick around for that depending on the day. But uh, I think – you know, I honestly feel like you guys might split. It's the first week. You both were getting the first week jitters out of the way. I mean, you both definitely played at the Charity Classic this past weekend, uh, watched a couple live streams there. It was very fun to watch. But, uh, yeah, I, I feel a split coming. I think I think Teddy, the game he pitches, I think you guys are going to win. And uh, I don't know who you guys are throwing the second game, Neely. 
maybe or that your other pitcher but i think uh you guys might have dropped that one but hey maybe ne- maybe uh you might never know so might come out with a sweep so brett uh teddy isn't pitching because he has baseball Teddy isn't pitching he has baseball playoffs so we're, we're throwing jackson i don't know how you feel about jackson oh jackson oh yep. jackson's gonna be there you know what? yeah i definitely think you guys are gonna win that game for sure jackson's a very good pitcher and then jacob who beat them last year and then he lost seven six the other day in extra innings okay yeah you know what no i feel definitely uh i think a split maybe even a sweep from roadkill Okay, we like that. So I believe in you guys. Appreciate that. I don't know if you saw how the False Locos did, but I, I, looks like they I, missed I, you I, and Mike. I uh, no, don't worry. I saw and I tried to uh, just erase from memory and move on to the season. <laughs> did you see um, or hear about the kid who hit the home run and started flipping off the whole team? Yeah, I heard about that, and uh, <laughs> he's gonna have some fun when it comes season. Um, <laughs> oh. just gonna let him know that I'm. I'm going to he'll, he'll he'll realize why I'm pretty good in Ma right now. That's for sure. So, but yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And thanks I like for... what you guys are doing. So keep it up for sure. It's definitely bringing some interesting content to the BWBL. It's I love to see it. So yeah, thanks for coming on. Looking forward to seeing you week one and then playing you later in the season four times. Hey. Thanks very much. I'm I'm excited to play you guys. I'm excited for the season to get underway. So, all right, all, all right, see, see you guys. Thanks see. for having me. Thanks. Of all right. Well, that was a nice call with Brett. Great uh, guy. Great, great guy. guy. Looking forward to seeing him next week. And speaking of next week, we've got previewing. Let's go. The week one matchups. Let's go. Long awaited. Finally, coming up. First matchup of the day, we've got False Idols versus Five Locos. It's a great matchup. Matchup, matchup of the day, right there. At eleven thirty, so early morning. Dave won't like that. <laughs> now, game one, I think we're gonna be seeing Brett Kalidi versus Max Alvey. I don't know who we're gonna see. If Arm gonna be there? If we're gonna be there? Like, yeah, that's definitely a question mark. But for now, I think we should just assume it's gonna be the main Five Locos squad. And for Kalidi versus Albi game one, I got to go with Kalidi. I mean, he's he's a beast. You can't go against him. Reigning MVP. Like Tom Brady. Locos, Locos have some good bats, but they're going to have a hard time hitting Kalidi. I mean, everyone does. Final score prediction there. Give me, give me 5-1 idols. Take game one. Game two, I think we're going to see the much-awaited Debut of Mike Sinti yeah, on False Idols versus probably Jamie Kennard for the Locos. Maybe Augie George. Maybe Dewar. Maybe, maybe Dewar or Arno if they show up. But I'm going to say it's probably going to be Kennard or Augie. And they're pretty good pitchers, but I would give the ed- the edge to Sinti there. I think this game will be a little bit closer, yeah, maybe a little I more agree. a little more high scoring because it's the second game of the day. So give me, give me 10-8. False idols take that Ooh, one. High scoring game? Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. I agree. At two o'clock we got the five seven O at Kings of the North. Julian who will like a beast at the charity tournament versus Kings who are so good at both sides of the ball. This one will be a little bit closer than everybody thinks. I think game one, it'll probably be Julian pitching versus if they win the coin flip, it'll probably be Julian versus Ficillo, I'd say. 
Julian versus Pacillo. And that'll be a close game. Julian is going to pitch well. You, you've already seen it at the charity tournament. I think the batting of the 5-7-0 looked good. You know, Slyker had some bombs. Dylan Ryman, you know that he could get a home run out of nowhere. J.R. Kadat, he had a good home run. I could honestly see a 5-7-0 upset here. Whoa. And I think that's what I'm going to do. I think it's going to be... I think Julian's going to pitch very well. I think it'll be 4-3. to three. Very close game. Julian's going to get fired up after the win. <laughs> and then next game, unfortunately for them, they're going to get a rude awakening. It's going to be like, I'm, I'd say 12-1 to one final score. Dylan Ryman will pitch that game. I'm not saying Dylan's a bad pitcher, but the Kings are so good at hitting. It's just, it's going to be too hard for him to go into a game like that. Um... And Dodds was probably going to pitch that game, so it'll be it'll be a blowout game too. But I think the five seven zero will get a split, and they'll be happy with that. I could definitely see that happening, and that would be, in my opinion, a huge win for five seven zero. That's almost a statement to the league, saying like, you know, we're legit. If they can get a split against Kings, who, you know, are widely considered one of the one of the top tier teams, that would be huge for five seven zero. All right, then the next series of the day is actually us versus Scared Hitless, but we got Brett to do the prediction there. And then the series finale will be Bases Loaded versus Jenkins Owls at 7 o'clock under the lights. Okay. That'll be exciting. Nice little matchup there. Game one, I think it'll probably be Sickle pitching for Bases Loaded. He was their main pitcher mm-hmm. for the tournament. And then Jeff Higgins, yep. the pitcher for Jenkins Owls. We were really impressed by him. Yeah, he was the guy throwing at the charity tournament, right? Yep, baseball pitcher. Uh, looked like he had some wiffle ball experience. Saw His some risers. Was so clean, I liked it. Yeah, clean delivery. Definitely could tell that baseball pitching experience. Seems accurate. So for game one there, I'm going to give the edge to Jenkins Owls. I, mm-hmm. I think Higgins is a good pitcher. I think base loaded, you know, they're a good hitting team. Uh, if Hamza shows up, you know, Sickle, they've got some veteran hitters. Uh, but I think Jenkins Owls will be able to outpitch Bases loaded. I think it'll be a fairly high-scoring game. I'll say 9-5. Jenkins Alice takes game one. Okay. I like that. And then game two, we spoke to AJ. Um, we don't know who's pitching game two for them. We actually have no even sample size of who they're pitching. But bases loaded. Also, Mike White maybe who's pitching. I'm not really... Kenny? Probably... Yeah, Kenny. Kenny's a pretty good pitcher. Yeah, I'd say Kenny against whoever Jenkins Owls pitches. And Kenny, he can hit the zone, and Jenkins Owls doesn't seem to swing a lot. So I think base is loaded. Yeah, I think they're going to take game two. I also think it'll be another high-scoring game. I'd say 12-8 bases loaded, just because we don't know who Jenkins Owls is pitching. And I feel like Sickle, they hit, Sickle hit a home run against Jenkins Owls the other day. So I think he can do that again. It'll be 12 eight bases loaded. I like that. Wrapping things up today, we just want to say a big thank you to everybody who's listened. Everybody at the field who I talked to listened to the podcast. And that's great to hear. We love that you guys are enjoying it. Um, as always, feel free to comment. That's a great way that we can interact with you guys and read them at the end of the videos. So anything from you, Ted? Yeah, I'm just pumped for week one. You know, I'm pumped. Less than a week away. I'm excited. Thank you guys for watching. See ya. See ya.